0: I'm Derek, and I'm Noah. You're listening to A
1: Bite of, where we take our current favorite pop culture obsession and enjoy it one nibble at a time.
0: One nibble. Ooh, in an exciting intergalactic place swapping. Marvelous flarkin loving. So many flurkins. It's the Marvels. We got the sequel to Captain Marvel, also the sequel to Miss Marvel, also the sequel. To Monica and Rambeau. Yeah. So sort of WandaVision has had two or three sequels at this point. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so much to talk about. I'm very excited to talk about this movie. I think this is the first time in a long time that I've been like, just like, oh, fun. And even like the, I feel like the kind of
1: credit scenes Mm. also led you to being excited uh, right yes. it was like they had very real impl- implications whereas like shang chi's we were kind of like wait when? Where, where are they going <laughs> what are they doing yeah. you know even even dr strange is like, really, where'd he go where, yeah. where, where are they going <laughs> you know this one was kind of like this is exactly what's happening
0: i think yeah i think that okay <laughs> i was gonna like do a spoiler okay ooh, ooh. before we get into it programming reminders what is on the menu coming up Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, The Hunger Games. It's back. I can't wait. Very, We read the book in quarantine. Very excited. We have a movie review coming out next week. So we have two movie reviews back to back. And then we'll announce it on that one because I feel like it really (laughs) like coincides with it. But we have something special, something old, but something new on something old coming to the podcast. It's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. So that's a little hint. Our Patreon members actually already know what it is. So if you want to know, if you want to know things first, dollar a month or free trial or whatever you want to do. Do the the dollar. Do the dollar. (laughs) Do the dollar. (laughs) Last thing, we are on our way to 200 reviews, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you haven't thrown stars our way, be like Miss Marvel and like throw, throw in her light platforms. Throw some stars at us. We'd greatly appreciate it. Spoiler warning. 100 percent. Massive, massive spoiler warning to a lot of things coming in the MCU and also for the Marvels. So mm-hmm. you have been warned. Mm-hmm. Let us officially take
1: a bite of the Marvels directed by Nia DaCosta and written by Nia DaCosta, Megan McDonnell and Elisa Karasik.
0: Ooh, So you want to set the table? I sure
1: do. Get your eating bibs on. So <laughs> leader of the Kree planet Hala. Darben uncovers a quantum band and uses its power to create jump points in space. Do you get all that? Mm-hmm. After a civil war on the planet caused by Captain Marvel, its natural resources are dying. Darben vows to retrieve air, water, and Sun from other planets to save her homeworld. The anomalies created to do so connect our three light-powered heroes, Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, and Captain Rambeau, causing them to swap places. The three, calling themselves the Marvels, must retrieve Darben's bangle, put a stop to her pilfering plan, and sew the seams of space and time. In Kamala's words, Oh my god! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like she said that so much. I mean, so did I. If you if you put yourself in that situation as her, she again, we covered Miss Marvel, right? And I think the thing that we connected most with her was like, if we were put in her position, I would act that same way. Oh, I mean, dropping from
1: the air and without any powers to fly, I would be screaming, "Oh my god!" Uh, as wh- well.
0: I mean, the death stuff, for sure. <laughs> Seeing Captain Marvel do her thing with, like, going through ships, 100% oh-my-God moments. What is it like to meet someone that
1: you have literally plastered all over your walls? They are your hero, they are the person you got your name from, and then they are standing right in front of you. It definitely deserves an oh-my-God. Captain,
0: my captain. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> this movie, so I guess initial reactions, I think that's always a good place to start from. What was your initial reactions after after the post credit scene? But <laughs> after the movie was done, how did you feel? I felt good about it. I thought it was
1: fun. I really enjoyed that it was an hour and 45 minutes. Oh. I thought it was a tight film, which I really appreciated. We weren't wondering what's going on. They were like, bing, bang, boom, we got this. Um, and I just really enjoyed seeing our three, our
0: Marvels together. Mm, yeah, I think... Going into this, even just the marketing, right? So the strike finally over. Thank God they got a great deal. Very happy. As soon as the strike was over, they were like, get your phones out and start promoting. And I feel like it sucks that we didn't get these three to promote this film because, oh my God, having these three on the red carpet and all that. But from what I did see of the movie, I was hoping it would be an intergalactic adventure. With three different types of people, but just fun. And that's exactly what we got. I know it's like a not a very descriptive word to be like, this movie is fun, but it is just fun. I I feel like it's back to the early phases of Marvel where like, yeah, it has big implications after it. But like, I kind of like just hanging out with these heroes. It was great.
1: Yeah, it definitely was on the lighter side of life. And. It was nice to see them kind of just play together, like literally playing together at some point, jumping rope and throwing ball (laughs) to try and get their (laughs) swapping skills down pat. Uh, But it was this really had a feeling of levity to it. And I've said this before on the podcast, you know, I just am always looking for the lighter things to watch. And so for a Marvel superhero film, it felt light. It felt fun and it felt higher,
0: faster, further, further together. They added the together in this one, which I liked. I thought that was really sweet. We're a trio now. This movie had a lot of, um, I think, for what it was and how fast and brisk it was. Fantastic pacing. Like I loved the pacing for this, and I feel like the whole crutch of the movie, right, is that they're swapping every time they use their powers. So it was frantic and it was like kind of jarring to see it. And I think the pacing went well with that because it just it's all over the place almost, but not to where. You can't really understand what's happening. They really set it up to where like they're swapping powers. We know this is happening. It's directly from the Miss Marvel end of season one. I love how they just like introduced it back into this and starting this movie with Kamala Khan. Perfect. She's like the perfect person to like reintroduce us to this world in these characters and her family. Like, I mean, she's the heart and soul of this movie and I want her to just, like She's the future of the MCU, which this movie does imply that, but like, she's just amazing. She's so much fun, and I love her family dynamic. Her older brother, hilarious throughout this entire thing, um, but I, I love them so much. I, lo- I love the family. I'm glad that they had a part in this because I almost feel like you couldn't have Ms. Marvel in it without at least having her family in it just a little bit.
1: I, I really enjoyed it beginning with Kamala Khan as well. I loved seeing her you know, animations, her YouTube storytelling that she does. That was sloth such,
0: productions. It
1: was so good. And, and I was so happy to be back there because it really is just showing us that she is so young. And I think part of having her family in it so much really did make sense. She's a minor. <laughs> She's a minor saving the world. So it's like she needs her parents
0: to sign the permission slip. Well, I love how throughout the movie her mom did multiple times is like, no, you're not doing this. You're not allowed to do this. And it was the adults in the room that had to be like, she's going to be fine. Like mm. she also kind of has to go and do this. And
1: also, even if you keep her here, if one of us blasts our light, she's going to swap with us anyway. So she right. might as well be with us. Right. I, I do want uh, to point out our theater viewing experience. Oh,
0: so- I'm glad you you remembered to bring <laughs> it up because I totally forgot. So
1: Noah and I thought we were just in like the IMAX theater but we weren't we were in some crazy 260 degree screen theater
0: i so i bought the tickets and i was like okay we'll see it early the theater we usually go to they didn't have an early showing for some reason so i was like okay we'll just go to this one because we have to go to a store next door and it was like x screen or something and i thought it was like the x plus mm-hmm. like the other ones where it's like better sound whatever <laughs> the marvel logo comes on and the walls around us were also the screen. Yes. And both Derek and I were like, what is going we on? we were like,
1: wait a minute, wait a minute, what's <laughs> happening? And it was really funny because someone like we were kind of far up. Someone a little further down got up and he went all the way to the back of the theater because he was missing stuff because it was on the side in the space scenes. The ships were flying from our peripheral vision into the frame. When the frame was on one single person, you could see the character next to them reacting It was crazy. It wasn't like that the entire time, but a lot of the space scenes, a lot of the fight scenes, it opened up the entire thing. So you got to see all the ships, the air, the people. It was awesome and completely unexpected.
0: It was fantastic. And I think it made me feel so much joy because I mean, I didn't expect to be immersed into that experience. And then I was, and I was just like, I was like looking around at the ships and in space. I was like, this is amazing. It it
1: felt like being on a ride at Disney. Right. Only the room wasn't rocking. Like Like, it was one of those, but like this is no motion sickness.
0: (laughs) Well, so like there was a moment where like I had to adjust at first Mm. because it was in space. And I was like, this is kind of dizzying. But you know, we wear glasses, so it's kind of hard for us to go to, like, 3D ones. Also, I don't care about 3D. I don't like the 3D ones either. I also don't like the 4D ones where, like, the seat moves and you get sprayed with shit and, like, all that. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, just imagine how much flurkin and spit there probably was. This one, I <laughs> highly enjoy. Like, if you have a Regal and you, you have one that has, like, an X screen go do it. It was Especially so cool. Especially for this movie. Yeah. So
1: I good. feel like any Marvel movie from now on, we have to see it in the X screen. <laughs> yeah. Nothing will beat that. I mean, the, the front, the first Marvel logo, when it's flipping through the comics pages, that's when it
0: started. Yeah. It was like from the moment the movie began. It was incredible. It's amazing. Um, go see it like that. It was, it was fun. It was, it's better than IMAX because you get the whole thing around you. Ah, oh, so good. So what did you think about um, our trio? I really enjoyed the trio. I mean, we,
1: we knew who it was going to be, obviously, from the beginning. It was also very exciting when it went from like sort of working title Captain, Captain Marvel 2 to The Marvel, mm-hmm. which was very cool. I do wish that we got to see a little more of uh, Monica's journey to realizing what her powers were. So the last time we saw her was in WandaVision. Um, I do love the nonchalance of her saying, yeah, I walked through a witch hex, a radioactive witch hex. That's how I got my powers. Uh, But she's obviously very comfortable with them now. She's got to go to space where she's always wanted to go. She's with Saber. uh, But I would have loved to see her journey of learning her powers and figuring it all out.
0: Yeah, I think her I did like that we did get to see her. Being more comfortable with them. And then, like, by the end of it, she was just going God mode.
1: We did get to see her learn how to fly. Black girl magic. (laughs) Amazing. Fury yells at her.
0: Also, what a better way to learn how to fly than, like, she's going to die if you don't go catch her. Yeah. Loved that scene. I really enjoyed the three of them. I was hoping, you know, if you're Miss Marvel, we spent a whole season with her. We love her. We know how much she loves Captain uh, Marvel. I was gonna say America. It's very confusing with all the Marvels. <laughs> There's a lot of captains, yeah, captains and yeah, Captain America. Yeah. And she has so much of the memorabilia around her room. She loves her so much, and I loved that throughout the entire movie, she was still fawning over her. And like she's in a ship with Monica and Carol's outside of it, just doing her thing, and she's just like <laughs> doe-eyed staring at her, like yeah, I would be doing that too. I loved it so much, but I love that she also for Kamala Khan in this movie, she went on like a real hero journey that I thought was a little subtle. Like it's obvious, but it's a little subtle. And she saw the hard things Mm. that like being a superhero is like um, when the villain gets stabbed and it was like, she was dying. You see Kamala kind of like, wait, are we supposed to save her? Like, what is the protocol here? It's not as black and white as it seems. And I love that they included that. Mm -hmm. for Miss Marvel.
1: Yeah. Uh, I enjoy the three of them together because I feel like they each paired up in a very specific way. They came together to form this trinity, but I felt like Captain Marvel and Ms. Marvel, they are very much leaning into the monikers of being superheroes. Um, Captain Rambeau and Captain Marvel, they have that history. They're the adults. And I also love the uh, Captain Rambeau and Ms. Marvel idea of them seeing Carol... Kind of not being in touch with reality sometimes, and they're kind of like looking at each other, giving each other the side eye. Like, what's going on here? Like, what's her deal? Uh, she's she's being a little too, uh, you know, intense about this this thing, either getting through the rip or, or whatever it was. So, I like that they each kind of fed off of each other in a very specific way. But throughout the entire thing, even though Kamala is the youngest of all of them, they really did take her into account. Hmm. It wasn't like a that's a junior Marvel and we're the adults. It was like they really did work together as a trio and they trusted her in the process.
0: There was a part where, you know, after I mean, I don't really want to talk too much about the scroll and Kree stuff because I feel like in this movie, it just ultimately kind of didn't matter. It was like, you know, the Supreme Intelligence got destroyed. Their planet Hala is dying. She's going around to terraform it to get it, steal from whatever. That's fine. When they were on the Kree I'm um, not crazy Scroll Refugee Planet. And it was one of the first times that like Miss Marvel was around the whole action. And Captain Marvel was like, go back to the ship. Like, so that was like the moment where she was like, she's still a kid. Like, make sure she goes back to the ship. And I like that Miss Marvel was like, no, I'm going to help people. And then after that, it wasn't anymore. Like, Carol did not tell her, like, don't do this. Stay, go off to the side because she did help. I love that. I love that character growth for both of them. I,
1: I agree. And I also think in that moment is the other lesson that Kamala learned that you had mentioned uh, when they saw Darben being stabbed of, you know, she wants to run out and save everyone, but Captain Marvel has to tell her, go back to the ship. We can save who we can save, and that's it. Yeah, save who you can. And that was really a moment where I think the, 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 gla- the glamour. Of being a hero was broken,
0: and it's almost it's almost de- demystifying Captain Marvel for her a little bit. You know, she sees it where she's married to a prince and she has to sing, and will we will talk more about that scene because we have to. <laughs> but like, so both of these characters are seeing this godlike character like sing and be this way, but then also doing the hard decisions, and then also that she did do something that was probably a mistake. It was. It was very much a Captain Marvel sequel as much as it is a movie for all three of them. Mm-hmm. And I like that they spent time for each and every one of them.
1: What did you think of Captain Marvel's character in this film? I feel like she felt different than she has in prior properties. And I felt like when we kind of get that flashback to her um, destroying the AI leader of the Crease planet. That was old Captain Marvel. Right. Very stoic. What did you think of this new Captain Marvel
0: that we saw? I think this is the Captain Marvel that I'm used to. Mm. Like there is moments where she is very much, you know, stern and she is like, this is what we have to do. Very like military, right? And mm-hmm. that's where she came from. And there are moments for that. Like we saw in Endgame. She was very serious and she should have been, right? She's the powerhouse. I loved this Captain. I liked this more than Captain Marvel and I really enjoyed Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I actually, I was in the hotel room during a conference and it just came on and I was like, oh, perfect. We're going to see the Marvels and I was watching it and I'm like, I forgot how much I liked this movie. Like it was, it's a good movie watching this hundred percent. She is different, but I think in a good way, I think that she has grown from a lot of the stuff that she was dealing with. She's still trying to get her, all her memories back. Mm-hmm. I very much liked this Captain Marvel. Like, she is a little goofy. Mm-hmm. You know, I like her yeah, personality. And, and
1: I think, right, in the in the Mar- in Captain Marvel, we saw that goofiness, that more human side of her. But then in Endgame, she was very stoic. But now we sort of have a mix here, where she is stoic, she is sort of a leader in a lot of senses, uh, but she's trying to regain that humanity. Mm-hmm. Who was I before all of this stuff? And I think part of that journey is letting both Monica and Kamala in Because as she says, it gets lonely on this ship. So I think she's at a point now where she's like, "I need to re—I know who I am as a hero. I need to rebuild myself as a human."
0: I'm also kind of curious. So, okay, actually, let me go to this, and then we'll we'll get to that. So they had coined "Secret Invasion" as kind of like a prequel to Captain Marvel in a way. I don't see what Nick Fury was in both of them, and the Emperor was actually in it, which fine, I. I kept
1: wondering, I kept wondering, I was like, when, so, so secret invasion was supposed to happen
0: before the Marvels, I guess, but right, so but think,
1: there's no mention of
0: it. Well, I think the thing that's confusing is that a lot of the stuff was done at different times and then the strike happened and COVID happened. So like, everything's kind of weird, but they were like, yeah, this is like a prequel to the Marvels. It's really not. I mean, the Kree are going to new Asgard, assumingly, so that's great. I mean, they're going to have a home, hopefully, with the protection of the, the Asgard. The Skrulls. The Skrulls, yeah. yes. Did I say Cree? You said Cree. Okay, I keep interchanging them so much. Um, but, I mean, aside from that, I mean... It... I thought they saved a lot more Skrulls, by the way.
1: <laughs> it was, was like 12. a baker's dozen there. <laughs> was, I was like, whoa. It was okay, 12. An entire refugee camp, and she's like, we got as many as we can. 12.
0: What did you think about uh, Valkyrie coming in? I mean, she's just so
1: smooth. She just waltzes in in her little three piece pinstripe suit. And she's like, hey, Carol, what's good, girl? I got you. Bye, baby. You know,
0: there I am very comfortable with my sexuality. Obviously. Tessa Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie is just so hot and Mm -hmm. cool and like amazing like she was in this for not even 2 minutes and i'm just like carol you need to smooch her like that kiss on the cheek i was like i'm here for carol and valkyrie like i know i'm not trying to make everything gay but everybody's gay so like
1: <laughs> i think when you, once you are the level of gods there is no sexuality it just is yeah i'm just i i love seeing her
0: in this i love that she's just popping in and out of things also um I'm, I'm glad to see if, if that goes anywhere else, but this gives me hope that, like, her character is eventually going to pop up again. Hopefully. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, you figure she's in New Asgard with Thor, maybe? I don't know where Thor is. Thor is if, with love, love somewhere. somewhere. On a beach. Hmm. I don't know. So maybe Valkyrie's just the leader of New Asgard,
0: but. I'm, I'm actually more confused. I don't know if anybody can tell me this, but what was Mar- Captain Marvel doing? doing during this time like after end game growing her hair what learning they, how to braid great yeah <laughs> appreciate <laughs> mm-hmm. but like where i'm curious what she was doing in between this time i don't really need to know but like she was just like she was working with nick fury yeah so that connection came about again which is great but i'm also just i'm just kind of curious like what has she been doing because like they still didn't really find the Cre, or cre- the scrolls home so like are you guys still working on that or did you give up but is that like (laughs) is that a carol job or is that just a nick job that's both of them because it started in captain marvel remember she left with them at the end of captain marvel and she's like i'm gonna go help them find a home no they didn't
1: she's like you know how i'm gonna help (laughs) you find a home i'm going to destroy your enemy's home planet yeah (laughs) thanks carol (laughs) thanks so much So, (laughs) so what did you think um about the villain in this? She was awesome. Mm. I think that Darben, I mean, Darben hit all of our villainous things, right? She, she was drunk with power. She didn't care life or death. She just needed to get her way. She did a double cross. I mean, the acting was fantastic. I thought that she was really strong. I loved her bangle hammer. Clashing, mm. I thought
0: that was very cool. The Quantum Band and the Universal Weapon coming together. The
1: Universal Weapon.
0: Oh, so good. Causing I, purple stuff. I liked her. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think like Get some of, teeth stuff going on. That could have like not happened. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> That's just aesthetically my... I'm like that I got kept getting distracted. I was like, oh no, that was a choice they did. That's yeah. fine. Um, I thought she's fantastic acting off the charts. As far as the villain, motivations are very clear. She's trying to help her planet again, not in the best way because she's stealing resources from other places. Um, I think, yeah, you know, we're not going to see her again because she's gone. Yeah. She, she turned to bits. She poof, she's stardust. Um, but I thought she was great. Like, I think I'm more of the type of person that since I'm so used to comic books where I'm like, Oh, I'm going to see this person again, like this villain again, like they're not going to die. They don't really ever die or they'll come back. And I'm, I still get a little jarred in the superhero movies where like they do die and like mm-hmm. we're never going to see him again. But I think for this villain, particularly, I think they've only been in two comics. Like I had to really refresh my memory of like, who the hell is this person? And so it, I think they did what they needed to do. And then the implications for that are going to be felt.
1: Yeah, she was she was like the the villain du jour. She was the villain of the day. <laughs> It was very Sailor Moon. They got rid of her, and then they celebrated at the end. They had their transformations, their new costumes. It was great. Um, <laughs> they learned about friendship and love, uh, which is all true. Uh, but I do feel like the the villain didn't like the the lasting effects of this villain was really bringing the three of them together. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, she created rips in space and time, and almost stole our son. <laughs> Rude, uh, but it was really about bringing Kamala. Carol and Monica together. Yeah. And, and I think that this movie served that purpose. Yeah. And now they're kind of on their separate journeys again. Well, yeah.
0: And then the ramifications of that is like showing again, we're in the multiverse saga. So Monica is where she is. We have to, we'll talk about those two end credit scenes. Um, one was for me and one was for Derek. Oh, And it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so what was, I do have to ask this two things. What was your favorite scene and what was your favorite like action scene?
1: Okay. My favorite.
0: Hmm. I don't know if it's scene,
1: but I enjoyed them taking the Flurkin dial and putting it up to 120. That made me so happy. First of all, adorable cat, right? The, and, and for those who are watching this, Noah has a Flurkin sweatshirt, but it's actually <laughs> not a Flurkin sweatshirt. Yeah. It is that is the
0: face of our cat Ziggy, but she looks so much like Goose. She's Goose, yeah. And yes. so I wore this whenever I saw it because I was like, "There's Flurkins. I have to represent." And I wish she was a Flurkin; that'd be great. Oh my
1: gosh, she transports us everywhere she wants yeah. in her tentacles. <laughs> um, but just the the insanity of you know Flurkin reproduction, giant berry eggs everywhere, and then I also love that Flurkins
0: hatch adorable. They, they are look- immediately <laughs> super cute. <laughs> Full kittens already. Yes. Like not, their eyes are already open. Oh, They're yeah. just ready to start eating things. That's it. Yeah. And they they save the day in that scene. What was the song that was playing in that Memories yeah. from Cats? <laughs> All alone in the moon. You know what I loved about this scene? This movie isn't afraid to be like super comic booky, right? It just felt so much like a comic book. And having Flurkin and Flurkin kittens ever <laughs> eating people to then transport them to Earth. Comic book. What's more comic book than that? Yeah,
1: it was definitely a lot of fun. And I think that having these sort of lighter Marvel movies and 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 properties is not a bad thing at all. I feel like people are not enjoying it because they're expecting endgame every time. Mm. But that's just not the way of storytelling. Right. You know, so it's like, let's lean into this silly stuff. Let's have more, you know, comical moments, having people, uh-huh. the, the warning system saying, you know, don't run away from the Flurkins, let them eat you. They're supposed to, you know, or whatever the wording was. It was so funny. It was like, yes, this makes sense. We yeah. we only have so many pods. We have smaller, I don't know, luggage beings.
0: Yeah. Pack them. Yeah. <laughs> if um anybody knows where the flurkin adoption um is happening, because there's assumingly like a hundred or so just <laughs> in New York or New Jersey, and we are there. Um, let me know. Yeah, they did. They did
1: land. I think it looked like Blower Manhattan. Yeah. So they're definitely up for adoption here. I would love
0: a flurkin, a flurkin kitten, <laughs> a freaking flurkin kitten. <laughs> um, my favorite scene. It's like it's silly, but like, so when they were on um, Aladon, when is it? Yes, the sing, the yeah, the, the singing the, planet, Tarnax, yeah. <laughs>
1: Aladon and Earth
0: yeah, are the planets at stake here. So, when they were there with the people that assumingly have to sing because that's how they communicate, which is I think very lovely and I'm assuming everybody can sing very well. This also confirms that Captain Marvel is a Disney princess because she got the dress, she's married to a prince. And she can sing. Yes. If Amy Adams as Giselle is considered a
1: Disney princess, then absolutely Brie Larson is now a Disney princess. Carol
0: Danvers. Put her on there.
1: They have very magical things on the singing planet. Apparently (laughs) outfits change automatically. They can make scarves that can act as whips. They got everything going on.
0: I mean, Prince Jan, when he came in with those wings. Oh my God. Right next to his head. I
1: love how when she (laughs) first enters... This planet, <laughs> she puts on some jellyfish hat of some sort. Why I, not? I don't know if you noticed, but Monica had some seriously
0: cool sunglasses. Oh, yeah. They were like these broken hearts. It was very cool. It was so cool. Yes. Um, that, oh, my, my favorite moment. Oh, not, That sorry. wasn't my favorite moment. Um, it was when, they, when Carol and Jan were doing their thing, right? Mm-hmm. And we cut to Monica and Kamala just vibing and dancing. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, this... That's what I wanted from this movie. Monica I, had two drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: granted, she was holding one for Carol, but yeah. still.
0: <laughs> I just love seeing Monica like loosen up a little bit and be, you know, not so serious. And like in these situations like WandaVision where she has to be serious. And I love that she had to be with Kamala and be with Carol in like just a fun singing little town. Well, I think that has a lot to
1: do with Kamala's character. Because she is so young, because she is so fun, I think it would have done a disservice to the character if they played her down and made her more serious. It's like Kamala is fun. She is joy. She is light. And so she's able to give that light to both Carol and Monica. And we got to see that in the movie. Um, agreed.
0: Mm. What is your favorite action scene?
1: My favorite action scene is the final big fight
0: between mm. the Marvels
1: and Darben. 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 No, Dar-Ben. Dar-Ben. It's hyphenated. I see that, but I feel like I'm not saying it how they said it in the movie. You know, I think they all said it a little differently, so okay, go at it. Darling Ben. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I really love that because by this point in the movie, you know, in the series of Ms. Marvel, we saw Kamala learning her powers and figuring out how the platforms work and really knowing what her strengths and weaknesses were. So by this final fight, Watching the three of them work together, being full-on, you know, aficionados of their light powers was really cool. And I love that Kamala always went up, even though she can't fly
0: on her levels, to come down to punch and kick. It was it was pretty sweet. Oh, my God. The moment whenever they left to go after Darben, and she was like, oh. She starts talking to the crease. She's like, I can't fly. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I... And Carol comes back, she's like, don't talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> and then she picks her up and goes away, and she's like, yes.
1: <laughs> hugging, hugging yeah. Captain Marvel as they fly through space.
0: So good. <laughs> uh, my favorite action scene is actually the one, um, one of the first ones where they're switching between the house and mm. the ship and wherever Carol is at the time. I just really liked it because like seeing not only Miss Marvel freak out when she first sees a flurkin. I'm so glad I got that out. Um, Lots of f- f- But um, seeing how much she's developed her powers and like the really unique and cool ways that she can actually use them. And like there was a part where she's going around a corner real quick and she uses she makes like a bar and she like kind of swings around it. I was like, this is so cool. Like, I'm not upset at all anymore that they changed her powers because it's just cool. It looks really cool. Oh, yeah. I loved
1: seeing her scoop them up with her giant purple hand in space. That was pretty baller. Very good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what do you think? Um, you know, I think we kind of touched on some of our favorite things. Uh, movie looks fantastic. I think the score is phenomenal. Um, they played the right types of songs at the right moments. Mm-hmm. Um, Including memories from cats. Oh my God. <laughs> memories. So fantastic. So good. Um, the implications or the, the consequences of this movie, right? I think I think they did a, did a good job of speeding along Carol's kind of, you know, issues that she caused with the Kree. It's like she went, she killed the Supreme Intelligence, which she said she was going to do. And that in turn kind of created some bad things for them. And then ultimately, at the end, she does reignite their son and seemingly is like, okay, fine, I'm sorry, bye. Like, <laughs> she said, I'm no longer the Annihilator. I'm yeah. your savior. <laughs> You're welcome. But what did you think about... Um, Monica and Carol and their relationship? Because like Kamala Khan like had some, you know, coming of age, coming of hero stuff. And she was very there with both of them. She loved both of them. But really the adult drama and everything was coming from Carol and Monica. Like, how did you feel about how they handled that situation? So this is probably my one critique of the movie is that I felt
1: like the emotional impact that they wanted Carol and Monica's relationship to have didn't translate. Mm-hmm. It did, we didn't have the weight because we did not get to see this Monica and this Carol be close. Because granted, Monica was a little girl. The last time she saw Carol, Carol left her alone. She needed her as well. You know, other, The galaxy sure needed Captain Marvel, but she needed her aunt. But I feel like in WandaVision... When we met Monica and really saw her as an adult, we didn't get that feeling of Carol left me. You know, so it's almost like if they would have planted that seed a little earlier, I would have not only understood why she didn't want to have a reunion, but I would have felt that as well.
0: Yeah, I I think there's a lot of like, it's implied, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I get that she's upset that like. Carol wasn't there when she came back from the blip and her mom had died and nobody was there for her. I get that. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily blame Carol for that because it, it, it is weird. Like, I, I agree because I feel like we, this Monica and this Carol, we didn't really see a falling out. We didn't really see them wanting to talk to each other, really. It was a kid And then Monica and then like Carol, but they were never really in the same place ever since then. So I think the only scene that made me like, oh, I see a little more where Monica's coming from is when it shows Carol talking to her mother and she's like, the cancer's back. It's getting worse, which obviously led to her dying and she still left anyway. That was the only moment where I was like, see, those were kind of the scenes we needed a little more. where like, Carol was able to be there and she was there, but she wasn't there for Monica. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like we did need those a little bit. Yeah.
1: Like there is this one scene uh, specifically. I was glad that we got that moment too, because I think it also showed Monica that she didn't just leave me and my mom. She did come back and visit when she had to, which was great. But there was this scene when I think they were uh, Kamala forces them to go through a jump because Carol was trying to push forward and get the job done. But they knew You know, they couldn't do it. So they land wherever they land in a field and they all walk out of, of the, the, what is the word? The vehicle, the ship, ship. Thank you. (laughs) Spaceship.
0: I was like, what word are you having trouble with? (laughs) Car plane
1: (laughs) No, the ship. They come out and they have, they're just standing there and they're like kind of unloading all of their feelings. And I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't know any of this was a thing. Mm. Okay. So like That's where I felt like we were supposed to be like, oh, okay, we're coming together finally. But I didn't have the background to make me feel that moment. Yeah.
0: I mean, I agree. I think that like you, there's like weird, subtle drops of it, or like it's just more looks than anything. And then like everything loads, which is fine. And I think there does need to be conflict in a, a new team. But then I think like seeing the scenes after that where they're like figuring out their powers and how to swap and everything, it's like, oh, okay, they weren't really doing that. Because of this, like, you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, so they got everything out and then now they're having fun together and then figuring everything out, which is great. But I agree. I feel like some of that conflict with Carol and Monica specifically, it's like, we understand it, Mm. but like the emotional, I think the emotion that they wanted us to really feel with it. Yeah. It was there. I just don't think it was as like years worth of building and everything. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm glad they got back. Like, they're fine now. It's Mm. great. Um, okay. I mean, anything generally about the movie that you want to talk about before we get to like the end, get to the end, you want to get get to the end? end. Yes. (laughs) So the ending of this movie, Monica goes full spectrum photon, whatever they want to call her in this. I did like when they were on the planet with everybody sings when they gave them their new costumes, which I'm a fan of every single one that she had the spectrum Like Mm -hmm. cape that connects to the hands. And they're like, is this too much? Is this too much? I'm like, no, leave it. She ripped (laughs) it off. And I was like,
1: no. You could just tell (laughs) that material was far too flouncy. None of them have that.
0: (laughs) None of them have that. But it was so cool. I wanted it. And she closes the rip in space time. And she's on the other side. From the other side. From the other side. That scene with Carol trying to get to her before it closes, and she doesn't. That shot with her hand, just trying to yeah. reach out. I was like, <gasps> just when she was about to get her family back, oh, she thought she had it. Like, lost them again. Poor Carol. Mm. Poor Carol. Um, she wakes up, and a sheep, and her mother? Question mark is there. And see, those are the moments, and we got that in one division. And the moment, like, Jenna Ferris. Holy crap, she acted her ass off. And this scene, particularly, like. She just kept saying, mom, mom. And she just started crying and like, you know, she's like, oh, it, it but like did, you could feel it. Yeah. And it hearkened back to when she
1: came back from the blip and she was supposed to be in the room with her mother, but her mother had passed. Yeah. So that was like being now she's the one in the bed and her mother's well, who she thinks is her mother mm-hmm. is sitting next to her. That was
0: definitely like a, whew, a mirror moment from, from WandaVision. Yeah. And so this end credit scene was, I mean, it's for both of us. I freaked the fuck out during this one. And you know, it's binary. They mentioned that this is binary, which I think is so freaking cool that she not only got to play Captain America in eight one three, I believe that's the world, but in Dr. Strange, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Did I say Captain America? Yeah, I knew it <laughs> too many captains. Um, But then she's also getting to play a different version of Captain Marvel as Binary, who is like the, like, it's like the Omega God level version of Captain America. I'm like, yes, let her. Captain Marvel. Captain. (laughs) Captain America hasn't been in anything in how long. And I can't seem to. He can't get America's ass (laughs) off his mind. It doesn't help that they have similar colors, too. It's true. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so I love that they keep bringing her back, but she keeps playing the character. I, well, I have to, when, when Lashana
1: Lynch was in Captain Marvel, I was like, she's incredible. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of it, it's like, oh no, (laughs) she's gone. Forget it. You know? And then, and then we got her as Captain Marvel and that was really exciting. I'm like, oh, they brought her back. She's so good. And I'm like, okay, well no, guess not. (laughs) And then now she's binary. I, I was so excited to see her again because she's so freaking good. So good. And it's like one of those things where I always feel like, you know, if I'm a if I'm an actor and I get cast in a Marvel movie and I'm like, oh, I'm the villain. All right. You know, I'm... I'm Am the, I going to have more than one movie? Yeah, I'm the Darben. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is my Marvel moment. That's it. But, you know, you must think, like, Lashana Lynch might have been like, okay, yeah, I'm going to be in Captain Marvel. That's cool. She gets called back again. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I'll do a cameo. She gets called back again, which this means that binary could is possibly be in more things
0: after this. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that... <sighs> I know. I mean, I have my theory. So in this scene, we also see Beast. Kelsey Grammer <laughs> reprising Kelsey, his role. Kelsey Grammer as Beast, which is, I didn't realize it was him. The voice sounded familiar, but you're like, that's Kelsey Grammer. And I was like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, they got Beast back? He said,
1: Mama, I'm back as Beast. <laughs> I'm back as Frazier. Let's go, 2001.
0: <laughs> um, the look of him, fully like CGI. Loved it. Doc, doc. I mean, we've, we've gotten beast before where it's just like prosthetics and stuff and it looks fine, but like, uh, there's something about it that always is just like, you know, it's just a guy in a suit, you know, but like this one where it's like, it is fully CGI. I thought it looked great. I'm like, Mm. that's beast. But the implications are whatever reality or universe that Monica is in the X-Men are like in space. Yes. They're like fully advanced X-Men. He mentions Charles. Yep. And binaries there, so like yeah. I don't even know what's going on in that universe. And in in the
1: credits, I noticed that they used both the score from X Two and from Days of Future Past. Yep, which is kind of a a mind fuck because it's like, well, which X Men is this a continuation of I, any of those X Men? You know, is this I, Nix- Nicholas Holt?
0: No, who has become Kelsey Grammer? I hope not. <laughs> it's just fine. I mean, those movies have their ups and downs. Um, My theory is that, you know, there's a lot of times in where there's a bunch of universes and they're dying. A lot of times to fix it is like, yes, we have to put it into one. Like in the comics, there's the ultimate universe and how Miles Morales is now with our universe is those, that universe got destroyed, but it got merged with ours. So I, I can see something like that happening because we know the X-Men are coming. We know the Fantastic Four are coming Mm. and it would kind of make sense that one of our heroes is over there and then somehow merges those two together. And hence we get the X-Men because I can't see them doing an origins for the X-Men again. We've gotten so many movies. We don't need an origins for them. So having them like really established is going to be amazing.
1: I agree. And I also think that while in the comics, it is in this way. I feel like the MCU timeline that we've been watching very much exist in a reality where it's the Avengers reality. Right. Right.
0: And it feels like now in another place, there is the X-Men reality. Well, then that also begs the question of like, in that reality, do the X-Men also exist? Because there's a Captain Marvel or used to be Captain Marvel or binary. I don't know if she was Captain Marvel and then became binary, but you know what I mean? So it's like, it does seem like other X uh, things other than X-Men are there. So I'm curious if that one's more. (laughs) That's more like comics. Right. That's yeah. more comics. What if it's just like the 19, what if it's like the nineties X-Men?
1: Like if, that's the universe that's let there. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if that is the truth, then that means that Rogue's hair has to be so big <laughs> and so shock of white in the middle. Yeah. And she has to talk like this or yeah. however she talks that I want to exist so badly. Even if it takes place during 2023 or 2026 or whenever these movies are supposed to be. She has place to have now, her hair. She has to have that hair. Mm, and okay. I also want that storm too. Oh yeah. Come on. We've seen the pictures of Hugh Jackman in Deadpool. He's rocking the yellow and blue. Yep.
0: Let, come Did on, you let's live. In this, that. in beasts, it shows a flash of him wearing a suit. Like I saw yellow right at the bottom of mm. where his leg was. So I'm like, <gasps> they wear the suits. Yes. They wear the suits. They
1: wear the suits. And Binary's Binary's suit, Was also pretty superhero costumey.
0: Oh yeah, it's white and red. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, if if you haven't read like the most recent run of Captain Marvel, it deals a lot with binary, and it's like a, it's like a manifestation of her powers that became sentient, and that character just looks fantastic Mm because it's essentially like a living flame, but like with that suit, it's amazing. So cool. Yeah, so cool. Um. Okay. Second. Which I t- technically think was the first thing that happened. Yeah, we just skip to this one. This one was like the last scene of the movie, mm-hmm. not a post credit scene. The second that that bow was shown through the door, the shadow of the door, Derek freaked out. I <laughs> saw Lucky the one-eyed pizza dog, and I my
1: hands shot out and I grabbed Noah's leg. And then when I saw the arrows, I was like. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "It's Kate. It's Kate Bishop." Yeah, I was so excited. And then Kamala Khan, just trying her best to be dark and mysterious,
0: <laughs> she she literally was being Nick Fury. <laughs> yes. Nick Fury said the same exact thing when he was recruiting people to the Avengers, which I think is so freaking funny. And I also loved seeing Kate's
1: arrows look more established. Mm-hmm. Now they looked more high tech. They were purple. Her, you know, whole. Outfit looks like a little more like armor. She stepped up.
0: Oh yeah. And Lucky the Pizza Dog is living a happy life. Oh my gosh, she's so happy. They live so together. We have Kamala Khan recruiting for what we can call right now, because we don't know the Young Avengers. And the only members that are mentioned is Kate Bishop, Kamala Khan, and Stature, Scott Lang's daughter, Cassie Lang, from Quantumania, which I think is amazing. And they have been on a team together. But my question is. Who is the rest of the team? Mm. Because if we're thinking about younger ones that have been introduced, we got Re Williams. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Ironheart. Yeah. She needs to be in it. Scar, Hulk's son. I could see a Hulk being in there. Yeah. Oh, uh, America Chavez. Oh yes, America mm-hmm. Chavez. Maybe even Wiccan, depending on what happens with the Agatha, Agatha Harkness series, mm-hmm. and then Hulkling, because we can't have a Wiccan without a Hulkling. But then, are we going to have two Hulks, Hulklings? I don't know. Maybe, and then- <laughs> maybe Star will go back somewhere <laughs> no. else, wherever his home planet is. <laughs> but so, like, this is cool, right? Because it's like I would be very happy if the second season of Miss Marvel was just like. Putting together a young Avengers that would be fire, right? Yes, because like I, we could have like the same adventure over again, where like somebody's trying to destroy New Jersey. But like, I think that would be a better
1: tri-state area. It could be, it could be the tri-state area, so that way Kate Bishop has to be involved.
0: Yeah, and it'll be called Kamala and Kate. Yeah, Kate and Kamala with Cassie. With Cassie. She has to come over from the sounds. She has to come over from San Francisco.
1: though. Oh, my. Well, she can make herself really big and she can just walk real quick.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, Mm. implications, I think, you know, what you were saying earlier, it makes sense, right? It's like these ones, we know directly what they mean, Mm -hmm. right? It's like Shang-Chi. Granted, it happened, what, two years ago? So, it's like we still have time to, like, see what that meant but we don't know. So it's just kind of like dangling there. Like, what did that mean? But with these, we know what these mean. It's like, there's a new team being formed by Kamala Khan. And also the X-Men are there somewhere, but how are they going to get here? And how does Monica get back? Well, bah! right. We have, what do we have coming up? Secret wars. We have
1: some sort of multiversal war happening at some Bang point. Dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah. So things are going to, the, You know, I'm, I'm having trouble because (laughs) it's a lot, it's a lot. And I'm like, we were just so fully immersed in a time storyline with Loki season two, but I'm like multiverse is different than time, but the branches are considered multiverses. Well, the branches are
0: timelines, but are they multiverses? Well, the multiverse is everything. It's all the universes and all the galaxies. It's everything. Yeah. So the multiverse would include where Monica went. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like multiverse. But that doesn't have anything to do with Loki. Essentially, think of each one of those strands like a universe. Right. Or like a different version of it. But, right. But that creates a different universe. Right. Different reality. So they're all different, which would be okay. the multiverse. And then where does
1: what if fit into any of this?
0: Each one of those is a different. Okay. Because it's like, what if... This happened. Right. It didn't happen in ours, but it happened in another one.
1: So when Wanda went and got new kids Uh that were another Wanda's kids, Uh she jumped from one timeline to another,
0: technically also a multiverse. She went to another multiverse. She went to another universe. Don't call it a multiverse because that's going to confuse you. Uh Multiverse is everything. Uh So it's essentially like think of this is our universe. Yeah. Here's another one. Here's another one. Yeah. That's the multiverse. Okay. So she just went to another universe. But the strands that Loki is now
1: holding are the universes. Different ones. Yes. Yes. But not all of them. He's holding what he can. (laughs) (laughs) So there could be some other ones floating somewhere
0: else. (laughs) Yes, because Kang, he's essentially making sure Kang doesn't come to power, but there's other variants of Kang. He gave his friends time to fix it. Great. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's easy. <laughs> anyway, Kate Bishop is yeah. back. <laughs> it's been two years since we've seen Kate Bishop, by the way. It's been a while. She was a Christmas
0: treat for 2021. Yeah. And so she's just been fighting crime. Oh my God. She's 23 now. I'm very excited. I'm, this movie made me very happy. I've liked the other MCU ones, but this is the first one where I'm just like just so happy and mm. like excited for what's going to happen. Loki and the Marvels back to back, happy. The
1: Marvels has set up So much right now in the MCU. It's incredibly impressive.
0: Mm -hmm. (gasps) All right. Well, let us know what you thought. Yeah. Oh, rate it out of five. Oh, I'm going to
1: say, oh, I'm going to say 3.5. Wow. I'm going to say four. Okay. Yeah, that that tracks for us. Four. No, (laughs) (laughs) 3.75 as a whole. Okay. Okay. As a whole. So four. All if right. you're estimating, yeah. So uh, <laughs>
0: next week, Paler Songbirds, and Snakes, taking oh, a break from the MCU. We're going to Pan Am, people. Actually, our next couple of things no more MCU. Bye bye. That's it. Never again. Just which like is, Loki. Never which is fine. Again. Which is fine. I think I need a break. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, so too. I am a happy MCU fan right now, but I need a break. I'm going to just still be thinking about multiverse versus <laughs> multiple universes
1: versus <laughs> timelines. So I'm going to need to to think on that for a couple of months, I think.
0: All right. So hopefully Derek um, does not have a, a brain meltdown by the time. Oh, Echo is coming out soon. Oh, no. But it's street level. <laughs> That's so we're true. Good. You're right. We're good. And the, it's all dropping at once. We're fine. Gorgeous. Yeah. All right. So till next week. <laughs> Bye.